So I want to say good evening, everybody. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to Singly Gay Podcast here live. Oh my God, I actually got did something right <laughs> this time because I've been trying to figure this out for a very, 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 very long while. Um, tonight's topic is about toxic cycles in the Black community. And I want to introduce you know, uh, I'm going to change things up here. I know I normally say guests, but because of like people are comfortable with Judy's and stuff, so I wanted to feel more family based. Um, I invited another good close Judy here tonight, uh, <laughs> Mr. Mark Myrtle. I hope I said that right. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming in and doing this with us. It's a pleasure to be here. I don't really know. I, I feel like it took forever to get you here. <laughs> yeah, I just, man. You know, life happens, <laughs> but good thing okay. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you know, because even though the pandemic kind of slowed us down, everybody still stayed busy, had things to do, and you know, was just trying to figure out how to keep the money flowing. You know, definitely, definitely. This has been, you know, just maintaining, making it through. I mean, well, you got to got to make it through. Like, I mean, just, I mean, I feel like if you did it kind of like missing out but you know i get it people had a down days they have their up days yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's like get into this <laughs> to this whole thing yes so everybody that's joining i hope people are joining in i probably should pay attention to it from my my facebook on my phone just to see but um if anybody just joining in on the live or just seeing or whatever um, like I said, we're talking about the topic at hand tonight is about toxic cycles in the Black community. And, you know, um, I know in the Black community, we go through a lot, we experience a lot. Um, I think with it, sometimes we don't understand where those things kind of stem from. I know some people's judgment is like through church or like their family members and stuff like that. Like, where do you think like it just originated or it rooted itself, um, especially certain things that upbringing to come off a little bit toxic within the community itself? Definitely. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if the last part cut out, but it sounded like you if you were still talking and then it's like like you you cut off. So, so oh, no. Because if you said something, I didn't get it. <laughs> No, no. No, so that's what I was saying. Like, so within the Black community, they say things are, you know, toxic. Yeah. Um, like, where did it stem from? Like, how do you think it started? With certain things that was like, you know, taught to us or a part of our upbringing. And we come to find out years later that certain things like, it, that probably wasn't like the best thing. Honestly, I mean, we can't deny that a lot of it stems from slavery. Like, so when you have a group of people that were uh, that were abused and you know done done what has been done to us, you know, for 400 years. Things tend to stick, you know. When you are growing growing up in an environment like that, you don't learn to thrive. It's survival. So basically, whatever can get you to the next day, alive and well, that's what you do. And a lot of those things stuck with us, you know, um, being strong-minded, aka ignoring mental health and just kind of, you know, chugging through. Or uh, just like, you know, the tough love, you know, as opposed to speaking it out. There's a lot of, you know, abuse that goes on. I mean, sometimes, you know, <laughs> you need a little tap, you know, to get the point across, but they sometimes circumvent the whole speaking and just like go straight to the hitting. It's like, you know, that's not really, you know, where the lessons are learned, you know? So 
Uh, you know, things like that tend to, I, I feel like, tend to stem from way back in slavery times. And like, it's just hard to shake when it, when you have a, a whole race of people, uh, but not, well, a select, a select group of the race, but obviously not everybody who's black was affected by it, but you get what I'm saying. More so right. than Americans. Most, no, most definitely, because, you know, some of those things, like I say, you know, for us, it's, you know, this is like, you know, our core values. This is what I was taught. This is what was told to me. Like, I feel like, like, even with like the cliches of things of like, well, you know, it's a sin to be gay or whatever, and God is not gonna love me for it or whatever, or just me living this type of lifestyle. Like, do you think that like some of those things that, you know, mess with, you know, the black people, like our mental, our mental health literally kind of stems from with, you know, white men, America, and what, what they was trying to make it, what they was trying to create within that? I think what it what it is, is uh, in terms of, are we talking specifically about like religion and, and, and homosexuality right now? Yeah, and, and white people, yes. <laughs> okay, so first I want to say, you know, religion was, the, well, the religion that we have today was obviously was given to us by the white people. So, you know, that alone explains itself. Um, but to elaborate, you know, we were given a, we were given a Bible that was meant to keep us um, keep us in, basically in chains mentally. Because if you think about it, it's very you, you know the Bible teaches you to be teaches you to be very submissive. You know, uh, you know, like regardless of what the master is doing, still do it because you know they they have they have the authority and you get your reward in the afterlife and all this other stuff, whatever. And I feel like that was their, their way of keeping us under control. They're like, oh no, you're doing God's work. Just listen to us, you feel me? Like, nah. So things like that and the things that came with it, I feel were pushed, obviously there was an agenda. Um, now, which is weird because you look back, right? And um, in like, let's say Greek times, right? Uh, well, the white man, uh, the, the Roman, Greco-Roman wrestling. It was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, basically the, uh, at the end of it, like basically whoever lost would be, you know, what's now be called, what's now called the bottom, and whoever won would be the top. But exactly. that was back then. It was only it was just a form of dominance. It's like okay, I beat you. Now I now I you know take you. Whereas I feel like whenever when when it came to when it came to a point where they can start to control a group of people with it, they they switch they flip the script. And for some reason, it's like only within the realm of what they do is okay, but anybody else, you know, is, is castigated. So for example, like, you know, I, there, was, there wasn't really a problem with, I feel like it wasn't a problem until I feel like we tried to make it, uh, bring it to the light. I feel like it was okay in the dark. It was okay, it was taboo. It was okay not to be talked about. But I feel like when, when it came to people like, you know, us wanting, cause like, I feel like we're just different. Like black people period are just different as, as a whole. You know, and, and and unique in a good way, and I feel like, you know, right, right now, for example, I'm in a set of Kiki season two. Like if right. you hear the background, um, like ballroom, for example, like that was started by black black gay people, and I, when when we try to break out, when you try to break out of the taboo, break into the light, they were like, oh no no no, no chill out, like God don't like that. It's like, oh God didn't like it, God right. didn't like it. <laughs> You know I me, mean? or is it because now that we want to, you know, make it our own thing, you know, bring it to light and embrace it, you guys want to try, try to shut that down. And exactly. we do, we do have our allies, whatever, like you know, the other white LGBT members, whatever. But 
it's it's not enough power to you know I feel to make fast enough for the change. It's enough to make a change, but not fast enough. Um, and it's there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, I mean, cause you would think like what like it's 2021 now. So like a lot of things that, like you said, like ballroom that was like very underground and hidden. It was like, because it was hidden, it was okay. Yeah. So like now we're in an era where everybody like, this is what it is, like it or love it, whatever, whatever. Like, do you think that because we are bringing it to the front front and just kind of just putting it out there, not really like shoving it in people's faces, but like just putting it out there, let it on like, it's here, it's not going nowhere, it's been around, so like, this is something that needs to be seen, right? So, because it needs to be seen, why does certain things just make people feel so uncomfortable about it? Like, is it because it's not, like, family-oriented, it ain't straight-oriented, like, it's not for kids, like, I just like, what is it? I think, I, I have a theory on that, actually, and I think what it is, it's, it's a shame, being ashamed. You know, for example, like, we all have our urges and, you know, obviously like not every time you can, you know, get those urges satisfied by another person. So you gotta do yourself, right? Right. In inherently doing yourself is not a bad thing. Now, if somebody, yo, I'm gonna start recording you do it, you might feel a little differently about yeah. doing thing. So I feel like with, with the whole homosexuality, it was cool when people were able to do it in the privacy of their homes or, or whatever the case is, like in the dark. But the second somebody tries to put light on it and you know bring it to the world, they're like, oh no, 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 you're about to expose me. Like they shut that shit down immediately. Cause how many, how many, how many <laughs> so we we know we know, you know, we're not naive. We know that there's, you know, escorting is you know pretty prominent in the uh homosexual in the LGBT community. Right. Right. Um, and I want I, I would I don't I'm not I've I've never been an escort, but I would err on the side saying 80% of the customers are white, white men, rich white exactly. men. Right. So why is that? Why is it that they're so willing to pay and do this stuff, you know, in, in the dark? But yet when it comes to the light, they want to, you know, they want to shun it. They want to put it to the background. They want to say it's, it's ungodly. But yet they're the main ones that's doing it who are funding it. <laughs> I mean, I just like I said, I, I, I just I would never know. Like, it's just like I don't understand it because I feel like if you are a person that lives in your authentic truth and whatever that is or whatever you're doing. Like, what? why does it matter to other people? You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like you should just, uh, not saying you got to tell all of your business, but whatever yours is yours. So, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just think that, you know, we are in a times where people just feel like if it's not the normalcy of things to do, then it's like, that's weird or it's not godly. So I, I'm gonna just deem that as you're going to hell. You know, so it's just like, but like, how like how can you do that? How can you just speak that over to my life? That's why I'm like, especially with the, you know, with the black community, because we want to move forward. We want to see so much change. We want to do all of this. But in the same time, we want to keep suppressing our own people. Like how you, you, you can't do one of the, like both. You have to do one or the other. So it's just like either we are gonna hold hands and march forward so we can be as one to move things forward together, or we just gonna keep having this constant battle with one another because all of a sudden you don't like me because you don't feel like I'm masculine or straight enough for you and because I'm gay. And then on top of that now, I can't not like you because you straight, but when like a race situation happened, now we gotta stand together as brother and sister, but you just like, you, you, you tried to hurt me for being gay and I need to be by your side because 
all of these different things are happening to the black community and black people and stuff like because we just hard on ourselves so it's just like why can't we just stay united like any other race but only want to be you know united for like maybe 15 30 minutes of fame of showing how black people is coming together to rally around like you know to stop killing black folks and all of this and trying to get ahead of the white man and then when it fizzles out nobody is still doing the work nobody's still like you don't hear anything you just hear the silence again i honestly feel like it stems back to you know it goes back in history because if you think about it right what other race in the recent history has gone through what black people have gone through in you feel me in the past 500 years you know what i'm saying so people people like, all the time want to you know like i, I say uh, an, an, another group of people that want to kind of um have a battle of who had it worst i sometimes feel like not all but i sometimes feel like jewish people they're like okay well you guys had slavery but we had the holocaust okay the holocaust was what less than a decade mm -hmm. and 400 years <laughs> you know what i'm saying there's a difference you know like you can you can kind of work that out your system you know what i'm saying like even right now like this you know in in uh in in, in germany whatever it's like taboo to talk about the holocaust because they're ashamed of it you know what i'm saying like you know it's something that happened um it, it wasn't a long long time it was a it was a devastating moment in history but it was a long long time so they were kind of able to shake that from their you know from their history but when it comes to 400 years you're talking about hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of generations of people who have gone through systematic you know racism and abuse and all this other stuff whatever so you know when it comes to like having to change that from our mentality it's gonna take a lot longer than than most you know and if you think about it we've only really been free for less than 100 years and like 100 years ago 1921 was it were we drinking at the same fountains what did we have the same respect i think we were still one fourth a person if i'm not mistaken you know what i'm saying that's 100 years ago so we've had our freedom for less than 100 years right and we have and we have to overcome what happened 400 years ago you know what I'm saying? Four years so i think it's it's just it's a tougher battle but what needs to happen in our community um is a lot of dialogue and a lot of healing because if you think about it like because it's been so recent less than 100 years we're being raised by like the generation after the generation of like the end of slavery you know what i'm saying exactly. so like they haven't they haven't fully worked it out their system so a lot of that they stay they inadvertently passed down to us but how many how many people like i so i'm i'm a, I'm, a, I'm not on the back end of being a millennial you know like i know millennials are from like 84 it's like 94 something like that right um so like i have i personally have kids and i I'm making the connection between what happened to me, the beatings and, you know, the, the no respect and no talking, whatever, like, you know, the mental, the, you know, the, the ignorance to mental health and all that, whatever. I'm taking the things that happened to me and trying to do better with my kids. Now, I feel like this is the change that is happening. Like, I don't go straight to hitting. I, I talk to my kids and then, you know, if all else fails, then I got to, you know, get pop house, whatever. But I feel like with that with that dialogue with that change and, and over time like I, I i truly believe that a lot of this toxic cycles like that we have in our community um will will hopefully work itself out because of you know these this new generation and i, and I do give credit to this to these gen z and these gen xers and i, I people make fun of them i call them soft because they're expressing their emotion now whereas before right. you know, oh, fuck all that you know what i'm saying like we're just gonna you know handle it how it is um, I, I, I appreciate them in the sense that they're 
not giving, not they're not caring about the things that that used to hinder us from going forward. And they're just like, no, we're gonna speak our mind. We're gonna feel how we feel. I have feelings. I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. I don't like it. We're gonna protest. Like, you know, it's there's, there's not a lot of fear. Um, Gen Z and Gen Xers have a lot of balls. I'll say that they have a lot of balls. Um, and people and people make fun of them by saying, oh, you know, y'all are emotional. Back in my day, we wouldn't be crying about shit like that, whatever. But like. It's funny because I laugh at shit like that, but then when you really think about it, it's like, what are we really doing? Are we, you know, are we praising this, um, like this, this, you know, lack, uh, this like lack of emotion? Are we praising this ignorance to mental health, whatever? Because like, being Caribbean, so being religious, Caribbean and black, you feel me? Like, growing up, a lot going on. (laughs) It was gauntlet. So growing up and, and like, you know, having these emotions, like, I have anxiety and depression, so having these emotions, having these thoughts, then trying to go to my parents, like, hey, I'm sad and I don't know why. They'd be like, sad? Like, like you have nothing to be sad about. Toughen up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> that's not gonna make me feel better. Oh, toughen up? Oh, all right, hold on. Let me wipe the tears from my eyes. I'm better now, you know what I'm saying? So right. after that realization and that addressing the issue and handling head on, which I, I, I applaud the millennials, the Gen Zers, the Gen Xers, for doing where our you know baby boomer parents didn't do or, or didn't have the opportunity to do like i don't want to put full blame on them because like i said they were coming from you know look who their parents were you know what i'm saying exactly my great grandfather was the part was the slave you feel me like right. it's, it's 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 that close so i just like i said like dialogue actual dialogue the, the baby boomers need to listen to the to the younger generation not like oh well you know you're young i have my wisdom I, you know like whatever you know i've been through it all like no you've been through what you've been through. you've been through what you've been through in your era times have changed and we're going through what we're going through now so we need to work together instead of trying to you know see you know try to have a pissing contest and, and come together and heal as a community as opposed right. to you know, what's going on right now i feel and it's, it's a lot of separation like so do you like you know i know back then like they used to do like you know like as they call it like lockdowns or like city halls so to speak do you think like getting the different generations in one room to actually kind of listen and hear each other out and to try to figure out a way to coexist and like i said to come together because it's just it seemed like it's very hard and i think also now that you said it i think a generational gap does play in it but um, but in the same token of just like knowing, knowing how can we move forward and just be respectable across the board with one another for whoever, what lives their life, what or how they do certain things. Like, do you think those type of things may need to happen? Like we need to do a lockdown and like be in one room and be like, hey, let's let's figure something out. Let's listen to one another. Like, let's make this make sense. the younger generation and the older generation and right. I, do, I do feel yes it would help um i do also however feel that 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 conversation should start at home and the reason being is because you know where do we get our first experiences with life you know where do we start to build our personality you know you know our interactions with people in the home with your cousins your aunts your uncle like those are your first interactions with people you know intimate interactions exactly. with people. So having that conversation at home, I feel like is, is a definite must. And any any of those, you know, young parents now, anybody who's in my generation, you know, millennials, like don't don't bring over break the cycle for me. Don't bring over those toxic traits that you know are toxic, that you know that were brought that were used on you. Just try to break that cycle with your your kids, you know? Like that's what we should talk. So at least the next generation has is better equipped to deal with this shit that we 
are some, some sometimes ignorant to. Um, but and that's yeah, true. I know I do feel like that conversation should be had, you know, and you know, in the barber shops, you know, at school, where you know, in the churches. Like I do feel like this conversation is had because it's something that affects everybody's daily life. And you, everybody- yeah, no, I think it does too. Like I feel like it's just something that should have been had like already. You would think that it would have been had already, right? But it's just like. Um, somebody has to start it. It has to start from somewhere. It has to. Definitely. And, and like I told you, like I am I am giving credit to, you know, where credit's due. And I do feel like this newer generation is actually starting to um, start off on a good foot. Although, although you know, some of our old school, some of the old school people, you know, like I said, like we still make fun of them. Like, oh, there's this soft generation, this and that. You know, they, you know, they take mm-hmm. this. I think where we we were the toxic ones, you know, where we kind of were just like, oh, now nah, like ignore it, fight through it, you know, and and you know just bury it. Where they're they're like, no, like this makes me feel some type of way. I'm gonna go get help for this, so this doesn't manifest in any type of way later on. And I feel like that's in the, especially in the black community, mental health and having that be addressed is one of the first things that we need to do. Yeah, no, we definitely need to do, especially when like you know. Even though, like, certain people in the Black community are making it aware and saying that it's okay, because that person used to be like, y'all need to go see no therapist. I don't yeah. want nobody knowing all our business and all. You want to go and pay a stranger to tell them what, what we got going on? And it's just like, how how else am I supposed to release certain things? Like, how else am I supposed to talk about it? Because if I have a parent that you may not want to listen or you may don't have, like, you just may not be interested in what's going on with me so why not me seek out to seek help to say hey let me go talk to somebody to just make sure that whatever I'm feeling and what I'm dealing with is not too crazy or not too far-fetched out of the box Mm. so it's just like why not why like why not go and just do that and get the help even though they still think that you know certain black people in the community think that talking to a therapist is seem too much because they don't want you telling all their business and you telling their business it seem like as the, as our parents would say you know you telling our business to the streets <laughs> I definitely I just it's just like I don't I don't know I, I think if we're moving in the right direction yes but I just think that if it gets to, it can get to the point where it's more open and it can be more discussed and we're not looking at it as a you know, hindrance type of situation because we, like I said, us as a people, we talk about we want to grow and have the growth and move forward and move forward for change and want to see certain things shift in a way that people probably thought that it was very impossible to shift into, but it's just like, well, make the impossible possible. Like, why can't we just not do that? Yeah. I mean, uh, what, one, one thing I also wanted to add is uh, what, what's, what's big in the Black community is you know, it's you know, towards the whole homosexuality thing, is like I told you, that religion the white man gave us. It's crazy how we hate everything about slavery, but the religion. Like, why is it that that's the one thing that we kept our one keepsake? You know what I'm saying? And it's that religion that makes us act, you know, or makes us say or you know do some of, some of the things that we do. It's like it's like oh, you know, it's like oh, no child of mine will be, you know, doing uh, doing you know this stuff, whatever. Like you know, that's the that's just the devil. Like, how you gonna tell somebody? That what what is in their heart, you feel me? Like they love who who they love, you feel me? What's in their heart is the devil. Like that would fuck me up if I was a kid. Like to tell me that me me just being me is the devil. Like so, how right. can I get right? 
You know what I'm saying? So I do. I definitely feel like some, like you know, religion is definitely something that we need to, um, you know, get a grasp on because I feel like, and and I I want I'm, I don't want to offend anybody who's religious. You know, what I'm doing? yeah. But I want some of the religious people like you have a God, right? Think about it. You have a God that is so loving, right? All loving, all you know, all forgiving, and all this stuff, whatever. So why would He allow? You know, somebody to feel a certain way about a, a certain person, but then, you know, you know, be mad at them for it. like, oh, like I'm, I allow you to like who you like, but then I'm gonna send you help because because you, I allowed you to do that. Like, why you put me? Why you set me up for failure? You right. know what I mean, and like if if it, if you're all loving and all forgiving and all knowing, you should understand that this is not a choice. I repeat, this is not a choice. Say it three times. This is not a choice. Might want to say it again for the people way, way, way in the back of the seat. It's not a choice. Okay. So for a loving God, so even even for a loving parent, if you had to a loving parent, let's say your kid had Down syndrome or something like that, something they can't control, right? Right. Are you not acting normal, as they say? Right. Normal. No, you're gonna be like, oh, like they need help. I'm like, you know, I have to put them in a different category. I can't treat them the same. So why not? Why does why doesn't the same go for those who are, you know, in the LGBT community? Why is it that like, oh, y'all can choose it? It's like you don't tell somebody who has Down syndrome, like, oh, you don't, you don't need, you don't need to do that. Why, you know, how you missing a chromosome? Get that shit back. You tell me like, no, that part. <laughs> it's not something that you choose. And when people, once people realize that, I feel like, you know, a, a deeper conversation can be had because. And, and ignorance is another thing. People think that uh, people really, truly, to this day, as 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 much time as it's been around, and as much conversations have been had, people still to this day think this thing is a choice. Like you can choose to turn it on and off like a light switch. And I've and I've told straight people before, like, okay, well, if you think being if you think your sexuality is a choice, could you? That means that you have the potential to you know be attracted to, to the same sex, right? right. And then they'll be. Like, why is that? If it's a choice, so you're choosing to be like you're choosing to like the opposite sex. If it's a choice, you know what I'm saying? If it's so, a choice, there shouldn't be nothing wrong with going to sleep with the same sex and going back to your girlfriend. Like <laughs> they'll say there's a problem with it, but we both know that there's people who do that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to put it in blast, but we digress. You know. <laughs> I ain't trying to get get on over you, but people need to understand that this is something that, you know. And if you if you really want to if you really want to you know put some sauce in it like if you want to point the finger at anybody it's God's fault you know who made us you know I mean like I mean and I get that but I was like for me I wouldn't like you said you know if you know he's the creator you know the Almighty and if it's somebody that you know he loves so much to do this to create us then why would it be where he condemns us all of a sudden we can't do it this and that and I don't think it's necessarily him I just think whoever added their little spill on in the bible whoever wrote the rest um mm-hmm. because yeah I, the testaments I've read from back in the day like I don't I didn't I didn't see him say it I, I didn't and I, I honestly don't think that he he influenced so the God that I believe in or the God that I feel I don't believe had any influence on the bible that we read today like not a not even a word you know, it's like that was man's interpretation, and mm-hmm. they propaganda. It's like this is what how we want shit to be run, and they basically burned everything else. It's like, oh, well, sorry, well, you need a religion, we got one for you. You know, like how about some hunt? Take this one. What you mean, take this one? I don't know what they. That's like telling me to, the red pill or the blue pill, and I'm looking at you like, hmm. 
<laughs> take the red or the blue, but then you crush up the red. Like, so what choice do I really have? That part, like, like, come on, like, it just can't, just can't happen like that. Uh, it was something I was about to say, and I think I lost my train of thought. Because <laughs> we was talking about stuff with the straight people would say that uh, if sexuality was a choice, then why don't they go? And um, and that's what the opposite sex and see what happened. But yeah. I also, I just think that what I was, yes, that's what I was about to say. I found it. So the reason being, I was just like, because if these conversations were had and like, you know, black people just open themselves to having different multiple conversations, especially when it comes to like the LGBTQA plus community and stuff like that. Like we wouldn't have so many DL men with wives and with kids and they still messing around with the same sex. Like we wouldn't have so many meals like, oh, I just, I couldn't be with a guy or this and that because of, you know, my religious beliefs and my background. So I gotta, I, even though I, I messed around with men, I had to make sure that I had a wife. And I guess, because I know a couple of them, I'm not gonna put nobody on blast. Well, not even a couple. I, I know a, um, a plethora, say <laughs> you will. I know, I know a plethora of them. Um, and you know, it's, it's none of my business. It's, it's, you know, it's your prerogative, the way, I move, like I said, I feel like I am an honest and transparent person when I'm with someone or if I get involved with somebody. I just want the men to be the same way with the women you get with because don't get with them and just make it seem like you've been this certain type of person all your life and you haven't. And like I say that, I say that because like I said, I go on my social media and I see like even, you know, when you young, you experiment doing stuff. I'm like, dudes, I used to like mess with back in the day and I just be on their social media like, oh yeah, you got a girlfriend. <laughs> got a wife that's what's up mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sorry for them kids and that that lady yeah uh-uh. again I'm not judging but if you you know you lived a life and you did certain things I'd rather, I'd rather that that be communicated even if you communicate in a way like I did this this is what I've done I don't do that no more I mean women do it all the time black women do it all the time you're hearing us talking about something. Oh, I had a girlfriend for like four or five, six years. And, or I play, I played around with a girl for three years. And all of a sudden, did you get a man to get pregnant? You're like, oh, but I don't do that no more. They don't, they don't get backlash for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't like, nobody says anything to them. It's like, oh, well, you don't want me. You could do that. Oh, okay. So why, why can't a man do that? But for women, it's, it's, it's sexualized. I feel like we have, it's like when you have feminine and feminine, it's sexy. Then you have feminine and masculine, it's normal. Then you have masculine and masculine. Then it's like, whoa, 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 what are y'all doing? It's like, what? Like, who, who made the formula? Who, who, who wrote the rule book on that shit? Because because it's like, you know, because it is like it's it's and it's crazy because like I'll see and I have seen threads on my on my timeline with you know black women will batch bash like oh like, i'll never date a bisexual man or i would never do this whatever like i'll be i'll be damned if nigga go fuck a nigga and come fuck me da, 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 da. but yeah you were with jessica got your pussy ate while y'all was in miami and then go up to <laughs> fuck your boyfriend you know what i'm saying like no that's okay though that's okay because she just ate your pussy though that's, that's cool. right you know it wasn't saying? nothing she just gave me his <laughs> it's just like ain't this like a form of fucking for y'all just want to know. Yeah. But like I said, this is, this is a double standard. That we, and it's crazy because those same black women, right, who would bash, you know, bisexual black men, DL black men, whatever the case is, will be the same ones to be like, oh, 
we don't, you know, we're not protected. We're not this and that, whatever. Like, and I do, you know, yes, and, and I'm, I'm not saying that they're wrong for saying that because they're not. I don't feel like they're protected as they should. I love my black women. I feel like we need to protect them. But don't don't ask for protection for the people that you that you throw mud on. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Think about it. The people who really be looking out for y'all black women are the LGBT ones. You feel me? But yeah, you want to bash them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Talk about these these fags and you trying to beat us and you can't beat us. I'm all woman and it's just like nobody said all of that. But, I mean, <laughs> that's what you feel. I mean, that's that's what you feel. I just don't feel that for you. But yeah, you know. I digress and just keep it moving because I have to just, like I said, when black people be doing stuff and that can be men, women, I just, I have to look at them like twice, shake my head and be like, okay, that's, that's what's up. Cause you gonna need me and I'm gonna have to second guess if I want to save your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was one, two, okay, all right. Like, you, you, I don't, hey, you're saying some some shit the other day, but uh, uh, need my help. Don't call, don't call me when you need to change your fashion, okay? <laughs> don't call me when you need, when you need that, that 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 wig done. When you okay? need your, when you need your, when you need that wig laid to the gods, you feel me? The, that part, you know, don't. <laughs> Don't 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 call me. You talking about something? I think I'm gonna go and get a little bow today. Would you want to come here to get some bow talks? Yeah, get some jigs. I'm like, sorry, I'm not available. I'm gonna go play with Kim. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I'm gonna go play with Kim. But have a good have a good um you know the rest of your day, and I'll see you when I see you. So it's just that's why I'm like they need to you they just got to pick a side us dude they got to do something and it's it's tough because like and it's another point I want to touch on like with the support of each other right we I I love the fact that we try to unify don't get me wrong I love the fact that we protest you know we we're adamant we're passionate about what we do right right but not like is that when those protests and those rallies are over. We're back to hating each other, like that's what that's what gets me. So like, why do why doesn't why doesn't it's like do we only rally up just for show and then be like all right fuck you the next day because it's it's, it's wild because during that whole during that whole time like you know being a pandemic you know um, when you know they were starting to kill black people and all that's whatever the case like not starting to, but like killing more black people like you know with the whole uh, I like was, was able to be seen and televised right. and it was on camera. Every week they were killing a new black person, whatever cases. We were furious. Now, but in my hood, in Dorchester, I was hearing gunshots. I was seeing on the news people getting shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Stop killing us, but we're killing each other. What message does that send to the people we ask them to respect our lives? If y'all don't give a fuck, we don't give a fuck. As fucked up as it may seem, and doesn't necessarily mean that that thought process is right. I could understand how somebody can come to that conclusion. If y'all don't give a fuck, what makes you think I want to give a fuck? You feel me? If anything, I'm helping y'all out because this is what y'all do, right? And it's, it hurts to say, but this is a, a lot of times, like, and I feel like sometimes black people will 
we'll, we we as a people will sometimes support things to a fault. Like we we will will support it because we don't want to be wrong, but won't address the issues that are going on within the community. So it's like we ignore it. It's like now, nah, like because I feel like we think if we address those issues, then it it uh it takes away power from our point. But that's not the case. We're like yes no, yes we're not perfect. Yes we have right. changed. That does not mean that our lives mean any less. So I mean, things like that, that would be more of a, that would be more of a better way to approach it. You feel me? But I feel like sometimes people will be like, like, oh, you know, y'all are just doing this, whatever. Like, yes, white cops are killing us at, at a very disproportional rate. Yes, that is, that is very true. But are we also not killing each other at a very disproportionate rate as well? Why, why can't we start not doing that? Like, why, why is it that a white man can run in Dorchester and feel like he's peachy keen? But I walk in Dorchester past 11 o'clock and I'm just like, I'm on my PPQs like, yo, if somebody walks me, walk up the wrong way, I'm swinging because that love. another hood or whatever case. Like, why is it that I feel, I feel, you feel me? Like, I feel like white people feel safe around my people than I feel around my people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I should feel like, cause you're my brother, you're black, we love each other. I shouldn't feel like you have, you mean me any harm. I should be able to walk by you, you know, look at you and be like, yo, what's good, my brother, without you thinking, like, who this nigga, what hood you from? Hey, don't worry about that. I'm black, I'm your brother, I love you. Just keep a push. You feel me? Exactly. Can it be that way? But it's. I mean, because it's like that. Because the because the way I see it, like the way I was growing up, how I looked at it is, you know, the cops hated me and black people hated me, so I had to make sure I was protected all the way around. So it was just like I didn't, I wasn't dealing with nobody. If I was walking through a look, where I come from, <laughs> I was taught to stay strapped, and anybody can get it. Like, that's just what it was. So it was just like, you don't like me, I don't like you. And that's just how I have to move. And it sucks because, like, you know, like you said, like, if, you know, you black, I'm black, like, you're supposed to be my brother or my sister, whatever, like, I should feel comfortable. I should feel like I'm safe if I'm walking past you. But the fact, like, if some shit go down, I like, I won't feel safe. Like, it's been a situation, like, I've seen right here people's stories, like, stuff to be happened to them. And, you know, you will have eyes or somebody will see something and normally it would be the black person that sees some shit and they'd be like oh come on baby close your eyes it ain't none of your business what do you mean not none of your business so you just gonna let what's happening to me happen to me what if these people kill me so you're not gonna stop it right. like it's just you you just you don't give a fuck and that like that shit is just crazy especially like i said in the times that we live in now if somebody fighting or some shit happen people are quick to pull out their phones and now everybody want to record are, are you are you gonna stop it from happening? Yeah. When are we gonna stop things that shouldn't escalate to where it's escalating to, or when we just gonna like, hey, we should not be doing this, and not even as just as people, but as just in general, like this is not good. You already know how the police feel about us. Y'all start knocking and bucking the police come out here, like everybody can probably get killed. You don't you don't know that. And he, and, I, and to to that point, I I agree because. Think about this. Back when I back when I was in high school, even college, right? We know what was popular. World star. Okay. Don't need ass. And it, you know, all these things, whatever. And we we glorify this shit. You see it, yo, you see you see this motherfucker get his ass beat? Why are we glorifying this black this black brother beating up this other black brother? Why we why we why we why we glorifying kings fighting each other? Why we glorifying queens ripping each other's hair out and smashing each other on the floor, doing all this shit? Why are we glorifying that? You know what the videos I like to see? I saw a video a couple years back where this where this 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 young man or young woman, whatever, like I guess he's like he was like you know, like like third generation, whatever, like of like some type of college. Ended up getting in full scholarship. Like he, he was a reaction video. He was looking at it, whatever, got his letter, 
know what I'm saying? And then he said he got accepted. That's the shit I want to see. That's the shit that, exactly. that brings me my, That's the shit that gets me happy. I'm like, black excellence. So if I see memes, right? He's like, oh, graduating class of like Harvard or something like that, then you'll see all black doctors. I'm like, yes, that's the shit I want to see. Not not somebody, you know, not somebody getting slept because like, you know, they, they, was, they was in the wrong hood and they was talking shit. Like, I don't want to see that shit. Like, I'm tired of seeing that shit. That shit aggravates the fuck out of me. When people glorify that shit, I'll be looking at them sideways like, what is you know what I'm saying like what is you really on like why is that why is this entertaining like what you saying exactly it's like what the fuck is wrong with your mental so I I just I just feel like you know like we just we can go on for days but what we should what we need to do better as people but I feel like the first thing we need to do is just is to stop hating on each other that crap in a barrel mentality is killing us physically and men- physically mentally and spiritually like that shit is killing us as a people and it the definitely sooner- is when do we start to realize that, like, I have this mentality, I personally have this mentality, like, yo, if you're black, I automatically feel more comfortable around you, you know what I'm saying? But because it's, like, sometimes I have to, like, take that back. I was like, I see black people, I'm like, oh, I get comfortable. Then I realize, wait, 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 I'm also in a certain area, so let me take that back real quick. It shouldn't be that way. I should see my people, but, oh, hey, you don't, you think, you think, you think white people walk around in certain neighborhoods, but, oh, I don't know if these are the good whites or the bad whites. No, they, because they, it's like, they're white, I'm white, I'm good. That's how we should be feeling in our own neighborhoods. If you black, I'm black, I should be good. Exactly. Now, like, if anybody should be looked at funny, it's, it's the people who, who seem like they don't belong. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's like, I'm not really one to hate on anybody for whatever the case is. But, like, like, like if you're going to hate on anybody, don't hate, don't hate on your own. Come on now. Exactly. What's that? Oh, I don't know. What's that about? But but that but it's it's a bit, it's like I said it's there's a lot of self hate in the in the black community whether it's whether it's colorism where people think they're too dark didn't you feel me they're too dark too light not dark enough not light enough hair too short hair too nappy hair too straight hair you know what I'm saying like like it, it's it, there's so much that we put on ourselves added on to what society really puts on us you feel me and and like <laughs> that shit does that that shit does something to you you know what I'm saying like. It's not something like, like people, some people be like, you know, like you can ignore it, you can say that you ignore it, but subconsciously and just you know, like throughout your life, like things, certain things just, you know, happen happen as they were structured to be, you know. And exactly. there's a, a book. There's a book. I think it was like, I forgot who wrote it? I, and, I, and I don't want to misquote, but there was a book. Basically, it was like titled like How to Keep the Black Man a Slave Up to 200 Years After Slavery Has Ended. And there's tactics in there, basically like, yo, if you dismantle the family, you take the fathers at the home or whatever the case is, it makes them more susceptible to this, that, that, and other thing. And like the shit that they were seeing in this book, I'm like, yo, this is actually like they're they're like, yo, we had a we had a playbook. Here's the playbook. Y'all still ain't gonna do shit about it. Like, as prideful as we are as black people, we let that shit rock. That's wild. And we're still we're still following these that religion. Like, how many black exactly. people any black people, grandmothers do you know still serve a white Jesus still still have that white Jesus in their kitchen up there just proud that's my Jesus that's my God that's not your God that ain't never been your God especially God, if you white exactly that God was given to you you feel me and it's just it, it's 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 the, it's that I'm trying to think of a word I low-key feel this brainwashing no I can't think of anything Right. I, I feel that's like what it is. years of people have been brainwashed and we have to do our damnness to, to actively try to work our way out of that because we know what they're doing they they, they 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 have a playbook but yet we're just like oh 
nah, we're good because we because we thug shit out, right? Like we just push through. We fuck the mental illness, but like, we just push through shit. But that's not the answer. Exactly, definitely not the answer. And with that being said, as we always like to go to, I always like to play my good game. Tea and hot chocolate. <laughs> Good to me. I like to have some fun, you know, it's just cool or whatever. Um, so tea and hot chocolate is for the folks that are watching it, if you never played this game or never understood this game. However, so gonna ask a couple of questions. Um, if you feel like it's factual, like it's it's tea, it's hot popping tea, that's what you would say. Um, if you like to give an explanation, you can. Um, you know. So if I ask the question and you feel like it's hot chocolate, like it's just just a shitty mess, <laughs> oh shitty mess, you know, you just say that that's what it is, and you know, explain, not explain, we just kind of go from there. Uh, but like I said, just a few questions, and these are just like random questions. Is that like I usually like what ask based on the topic at hand or whatever, but like I just kind of switch it up and just like yeah, like just just random throw some shit out there, just you know. Uh, so, tea and hot chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. Would black gay people ever stop fighting each other? Yeah, don't be a curveball first question. Like, you say, warm me up a little bit. <laughs> that was the warm up. I'm going to say tea. And, 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 and I. A reason for that is because I do feel like it's going to take work because I do feel like, especially in the gay black community, there's a lot of animosity, and that, uh, and, it, and it, you know, it, I think that also stems from the same thing where you know where black people, just black people, have gone through that systematic racism and the slavery and all that, whatever. Gay people have also gone through their struggles. So, and and and, and you know, in in my, I mean, being bisexual, I haven't always been part of the you know, LGBT community, but getting into it, I've, I've, I've heard some stories about the struggle and it makes sense, you know? Um, a lot of the times, or rather reasons why there is a lot of like, you know, people being catty and there's a lot of like aggression, whatever, it's because we, when you're taught to survive and not thrive, you tend to work, you, that's, that's how you function on survivability. It's like, you know, I can't, if you win, that means then I don't win. It means I don't eat. So I gotta make sure you don't eat so I can eat, but it shouldn't be that way because there's enough food for everybody. That's definitely right. Absolutely right. (laughs) Cause we can all sit at the table. (laughs) Now, depending on what end you can sit at the table. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's the end. It'd be like, uh, like, you know. (laughs) Exactly that part. So next question. Seeing hot chocolate. greatest rappers of the 90s era generation. You got some Nas, Busta Rhymes, some LL Cool J. I'm confused that I grew up in I grew up in the 90s. I'm a 90s. I'm an actual 1990s baby. You feel me? Um, so what I grew up with, I grew up with the reruns of the 80s and the freshness of the 90s and people like the ones we named like Nas and Buster Rhymes whatever like even if you're not looking for it those men are a part of your life growing of your, of your if you grew up during that era so right. the 
just by their sheer influence, whether you like their music or not, yes, I would say that they were some of the greatest rappers of that generation. They definitely was. Us uh, Brown, like they all had bangers. Got you all in check. <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at the love DMX is getting right now. What's the last song you heard from DMX? But when when DMX got sick, everybody, you know, then we go rock, then we go rock. Yeah, yeah let it go. Let it go. Excellent. Look, I got all his music. A warmness to your heart. That, nostal- that nostalgia is real, you know? And these right. men are the, are the reason for that nostalgia. So, yes, I, I give them the credit. They, they they deserve their roses before they die. Right. That, too. And definitely want to say, you know, recipes to DMX. Um, he, he will always be ex-father, dog-father, like, just like Snoop Dogg, because they both like dogs and pit bulls and shit. But, you know, like, damn, he would definitely be missed. But his music is gonna last long and forever. So like he he made a great body of work. And I'm pretty sure we're gonna be bumping him in, you know, next eons and weeks to come, especially today, especially on um, this day what happened. Um sending condolences out to his, you know, his family, his friends, close ones and loved ones, stuff like that. But damn it, man. And he died young too. Like fifty is young. Fifty is, is definitely young. But um last and final question to Tia Hot Chocolate. Ready? Mm-hmm. Who your favorite basketball team? The Lakers or the uh, 76ers? <laughs> it's just those two? Just those two. That's all I got for you. Dude, I'm going to say the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Yo, know, this is my guy. So, I mean, although it is West Coast, I'm going to have to go, with, and I'm in Philly right now, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Lakers. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. Come on, Lakers, because, you know, I, I like the whole uh, Shaq and Kobe era. I didn't really get into sports, but when I would see, I would see them play. And even mm-hmm. though, you know, I'm from Detroit, so I try to root for the Pistons. You know, I love me some Scottie Pippen and all of them. But mm-hmm. if I had to watch a game, it would definitely be the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe. Oh, yeah. They definitely yeah. Definitely, definitely would be. So this has been amazing. We have the last... Uh, first like legit interview so like I I fuck with it it's a great experience when I tell you we got the recording going on we got the live I don't know how the live turned out I ain't gonna lie to y'all it's been some technical difficulties back here (laughs) but when you like I'm like the camera person I'm the audio person I'm the like I gotta look it's just me it don't matter it's just me but I made it work So you guys like you want to say anything else you want to say to the people? Social media handles, all of that stuff where they can find you. What projects you got coming up, working on? If you want to let the folks know what's happening, what's going on, what's going on. Uh, you know, I'm still I'm 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 starting off. You know, get this whole entertainment industry. Right? By entertainment, I mean like legitimate entertainment, like so music and acting and modeling. You know, things like that. But they're coming soon. I have I have a uh, my bit my professional IG page is my first name Mark M-A-R-K underscore uh, Myrtle M-Y-R-T-H-I-L 90 and that's my professional page it has my you know it hasn't had much up there yet but that's where my modeling like my videos will go and things like that um, I have music uh, that is under wraps right now uh, okay I'm this summer so watch out for that and you know just a message for the people the one thing I want to say to the black community is like, honestly, the number one thing that we could, that, that it, it, you know, that, well, the number one things, things, plural, that we could do 
that we need to do right now is just communication, understanding, and healing. You know, once we start there, like if, if black people have the same type of camaraderie and unity as like they say the Asian community, oh, you run that part. Okay. Exactly. Going to school seven days a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'm out of it, so I'll condone that. I'm like, oh, seven days a week? I ain't in that bitch no more. I ain't in that. But I'm just saying that our brain process to be a lot stronger. We'll be up on it and we'll definitely be good, especially for the black people that be like, I don't like math because I don't like the count money. I'm like, you know, you're dealing with math in your everyday life and it's not even a shape of money questions. It's pretty much like problem solving. <laughs> definitely. Right. But you know how I say, guys, if you can't kiki with your Judy, then who can you kiki with? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> want to thank everybody for tuning in on this live or whoever's seen. I'm sorry if I couldn't get or see any comments, child, because, you know, stuff started just messing up because I had too many things going on. But I'll test that out later. I'll test that out later. Um, <laughs> for all my folks that are watching, especially on YouTube, when you see this video, please, if you like any content that I post or anything that you see that you love, please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share. Um, also, make sure you hit the notification bell just to also keep up with anything that I post or any updates, any videos that are coming up or any other little things because yes i do love my podcast singly gay and that's the only thing that i'm running but i do also have little different things that i will be inserting and doing on there because i also um shout out i got another show going on it's a game show for facebook live but i'm gonna just make it on the other platforms it's called fun in the 90s so if you are a person that know your 90s trivia and you are good at what you do and you got a good memory about everything from styles to haircuts to tv shows music maybe that show is definitely for you so please make sure y'all stay tuned and uh check me out and thank you for watching singly gay podcast with my guest mr mark uh Myrtle, uh mr smooth as they call him <laughs> and i want to thank you guys for tuning in and make sure you have a good night have a good night y'all Nice. <laughs>